Can I ask you a question? Please. So you see with Instagram, yeah? Why is it? Because I'm going to ask you because you're a man. Go on. Why is it a lot of men just have like two pictures? <laughs> 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 no, no, what is that about? I and think... and bare, bare, bare pictures are just archived. So they've got pictures. Yeah. But they've only got like two up. So what am I supposed to pre? Those two pictures. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I actually feel like the They're way men... Pictures. Well, obviously not all men, but mm. the way some men use... Um, Instagram, let's just say, as yeah. opposed to how women use it. Because surely there must be things that you think, why do women do this? But answer my question first. Why do you have cool. two pictures? Because that's all you need to see at that moment in time. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's actually... Black hole, yeah. As you press record, you shake it, shake it, shake it, right? Here we go. <laughs> Boom! This is in Facts. chats. Unpacked. Ooh, yes, unpacked it's version, unpacked. isn't right. it? We're unpacking right. our last, our previous episode where we had the wonderful Paris of Love. I loved it. Therapist so. and live coach. And yeah. She spun it. She, uh, do you know what? Hold tight, Paris. Should we have a little Paris appreciation moment? Yeah, right let's yeah, hold tight Paris. Hold because... tight Paris because I was blown away. Mm. Like, we know Paris. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, Paris yeah. is our friend and everything. I work with Paris. But everything that she was saying, how eloquently she put it across, the fact that I was learning while I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, mm. wait, I'm actually taking this in. This is actually really important information for me. Mm. I just thought, thank you, Paris, for coming through and just giving us the gems. Absolutely. Did it hold back? Literally, I had to message her the next day because I woke up the next day in a very good mood because I felt like we created something <laughs> that was meaningful and it had a brilliant balance between entertainment and being informative. But I said to her, she's got a gift, man. She oh, knows, like, for her to consume all that information, that's a lot of information that she's consumed over, obviously, her years of studying. But the way she articulates herself and can share that information in a way that's not condescending, yeah, yeah, yeah. in a way that doesn't seem quite almost overwhelming. It's just really like, she just does it so well. So well, so well. That's what I mean, like, it felt like I was learning, but I didn't realize I was, it's not like mm. a teacher who's kind of talking down to you. It was just someone really easily explaining everything they know. Mm. And I think that's like the tip of the iceberg. That was yeah. the thing that was amazing about it. So. A huge, huge, huge shout out to Yeah, Paris, shout out to Paris. Make sure you go and follow her. If you need a life coach, she's your girl. If you need a therapist, she's your girl. Um, and I'm looking forward to what 2022 has in store for her. Yeah, man. We'll be um, right there, innit? We'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll refer back yeah, to that Ghana, episode. December 2022. But um, <laughs> obviously in that episode, we discussed being millennials mm. and... Um, yeah, I guess the things we mentally battle with as millennials as opposed to Gen Zs, but also this podcast is all about also being creatives as well and all of that. What would you say, Lems, was the main thing you took away from that discussion that we had? Do you know what? The main thing for me was the distinction between therapy. Mm. Actually, yeah, there's two things. So therapy and stuff being therapeutic, mm. i.e. the fact that doing therapy is something that's going to hold you to account. Mm. that was one big thing because I know we already kind of touched on yeah, that in our yeah. last Unpacked as well but it was good to have Paris really like verify Affirm that yeah, yeah that yeah. was sick and the other thing was the distinction between therapy and life coach 
mm. and how approaching those things is basically you're going to be in two different positions when you probably need to go for one or the other or both. And because I've, you know, as I said before, I think the day before Paris came in, I had a session, a one-to-one therapist or with a therapist. And I remember feeling like this just isn't it. Like I'm not getting what I need from this conversation. And I also could feel that the other person probably didn't feel like they were giving or displaying mm. all of their gifts and talents as well. So I thought, hmm, this isn't the dynamic. And as soon as she said that thing about, oh, life coach, da 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 da, da it felt like she was talking to me in that moment. Mm. Ah, this is an avenue that I need to explore more. Mm. So that was definitely my two main takeaways, like the definitions and then something practical. I need to go and find a life coach. Yeah, she sold me the life coach, man. She sold me that because I even thought, I mean, I'm in therapy now and I feel like it's definitely what I need right now. But then I'm also like, because it also, she even touched on the fact that sometimes some, you're so hyper-conscious of yourself that you, you're almost very aware of how things have affected you and it's more about, so maybe therapy isn't the best. And I, there's a lot of, in my therapy sessions that I've clocked, that I, well, therapy has affirmed for me how self-aware I am because... Would you say you're very self-aware? I'm more self-aware than I thought I was and I kind of think certain situations made me doubt how much I know myself and therapy has actually helped me go, no, actually, yeah, I was bang on with that. And yeah. I've been told in, in different environments, whether it's a career coach or um, a therapist, that like you're very self-aware. But I'm still like, I need that little just hand and I need that accountability and I'm enjoying it. But I'm like, after this, I need a life coach, man. I yeah, need man, a that's life the next stage. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I need a life coach. That's what I need. But What, what would you want a life coach for, for you? <sighs> I feel like, well... To step into the person I really want to be. So I feel like there's certain things I know I still entertain that don't serve me so much anymore. And also, I feel like I sometimes can get almost distracted quite easily with like my goals and everyone's doing this or oh, Amelia you it's the it's the Amelia you should be doing this mm. kind of things I'm like oh maybe I should be and sometimes it's like it's actually nice it'll be nice to have someone like no remember we're sticking to the plan and also just those weekly chats or whatever it is where someone's going to hold me accountable to be like have you done the things that you said you're going to yeah. do do you know how many things I, I said I wanted to do already <laughs> and I ain't done <laughs> I, even though also sometimes also actually just also making sure your goals are actually achievable. Because, that's a big one. Yeah. That's but, a big one. Because actually recently on my my latest, um, well, I say latest, it depends when this one comes out, but I interviewed mm. a life coach on my radio show. Mm. Um, and again, it was, his mantra was becoming who you already are. So it was also just like, almost just like unpacking certain things and yeah. and unlearning certain things and just stepping into your calling and all that. And all of this sounds a lot of very fruity and wishy-washy to some people. But I think you need that. It's like having a mentor. You know what I mean? You kind of, you need that. And that is a huge word. And that's, do you know what's so mad? Yeah, I've always thought that about myself. You know, I'm like, ah, I would love to have a mentor or just someone who I know is like, all right, cool. In the chosen field that I want to run into, I can rely on you because you just know more than me, 100%. And it's like, cool, I've have I've got my dad, I've got my uncle, uncles, I should say. So I've got older male figures in my life and older female figures in my life. But specifically for me trying to achieve or attain some of the things that I'm looking for, 
that feels like oh, mentor would be sick. Mm. And I see it because when I've done mentoring and I'm sitting yeah. with young people, I'm like, oh yeah. It's the little things that they're like, oh yeah, this really helps me or whatever. So I'm like, oh, if I just had that, that's why I really want to get a life coach. Yeah. <laughs> she really made me think about it, man. Cause yeah, the stepping into your potential thing. Do you remember I said as well, the encounter that I had earlier in that oh, day yeah, with yeah, uh, yeah, the guy yeah. who Paris actually earlier described him as an angel. So I was like, ah, yeah. that's a good word for him. No, yeah, yeah. No, for real, those angels. And you know, Actually, I want to touch upon that as well because when on, I was listening man. back to it, I was thinking to myself, that you know when you ask the universe for signs mm. and then you get a very fucking obvious sign? <laughs> Do you know that's what I mean? That's the thing, like, it wasn't held back. It that wasn't like, was eh, a sign. That, was, that yeah. was, if you had any doubt that what you're doing was purposeful and meaningful and serving, that is your fucking sign. For real, for real. So you like, take that sign, Lems. And then the conversation with Paris and her highlighting the difference between therapy and life coach, I think that's your sign as well. You're on the right path. Maybe now just get someone to help you get to where you're going to maybe quicker, or not even even quicker, but... In a way, just so it's a bit yeah. more disciplined. Literally, mm. that that thing that you had before about uh, because I'm very easy to distract. It's a terrible habit, man. <laughs> just like a rabbit, I just like mm. start poking around, and I'll go over here, burrow here, burrow here, and just see what I can do. Put my hands in too many pies until mm. I get burnt or whatever it is, isn't it? But yeah, that that attitude, I guess, and that discipline and that figure that can hold me accountable is definitely something right i know that i could benefit from that mm. um and touching on the guy the angel who came and spoke mm. to me i remember one thing that he said to me that from then this has been the main thing that stood out to me as well mm. and it was actually a more like universal thing so it wasn't specifically about me but it was just yeah. like every single person has gifts obviously we're all given gifts when we come into this world whether it's your ability to speak very well you can hold people's hands you're very very strong whatever it is mm. in your life you've you've got a gift of some kind the problem is a lot of people, when they get the gift, it's like they hide it under the bed, either because they're too scared to show their gifts or because they act selfishly and don't want to share their gifts. One of the two. Mm. Your only purpose in this life is to share your gift. Bring your gift 100%. from out under the bed and just let people see it. <laughs> whether they yeah. like it or not, or whether it helps that particular person or not, that is your gift to share with the world. That's your service for the world and that's it. Mm. So that was the thing that I remember him saying to me. I was like, Aha, let me hold on to that because... Whatever the gift is, which for me, I feel it's just like safe spaces, making safe spaces yeah. and keeping safe spaces. I've got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> got to do it. That's that's my stamp on the world. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, I think sometimes we might get so caught up in what we gain from the world as opposed to what we can yeah, give can to the give? world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're all here. Like, I'm, I'm a massive believer in everything happens for a reason and everyone is here for a reason. Like, the chances of us being, sharing this time on earth together were yeah. very, very slim. I'm also a believer in meeting people pre, like in past lives or mm -hmm. whatever when you just naturally click with people and whatever. But I think everyone has a gift and... Okay creativity i think also everyone is creative in yeah, their own definitely, right definitely everyone whether it you're like an architect or even more of the the careers where you don't like even plumbing someone might not yeah, think that's accounting. a creativity do you know you what i mean can be very creative in accounting the way you do your spreadsheets exactly the way you work with your clients the way you divvy up the numbers like it can be very creative and very enjoyable like do you, you know can I mean? make people who don't get that stuff really find it endearing and be like oh so that's okay cool yeah. that's what it is but even the small decisions we make on a day-to-day -day life that people just overlook like what you're going to eat 
That yeah, takes yeah, creativity. Yeah. Like what you're going to wear, that takes creativity. How are you going to get to work? Facts. You are creating a route in your head. And I think, and I've spoken to some people where, because they're not in a quote unquote creative industry, yeah. they think that they're not creative. Yeah. And it's like, no, we create every day. You what create friendships, you create, you create your day. In yeah. a way. Like <laughs> you create, it doesn't exist yeah, without exactly. you doing something for you it. You create your day. And in that, I think it's like, is there's your gift in it and you have a choice to like share your gift and all it is do you think you're sharing your gift i think i am yeah I think I, do you know i and i think that's another reason why with the pandemic when it first came in in 2020 it like rocked me so much because all of a sudden all of the ways and metrics that i had of quote-unquote sharing this gift whether mm. it was doing events music etc etc all got taken away yeah. so that's why i feel like ah all of a sudden my gift was just thrown under the bed again mm. and it wasn't my choice it was just like okay we don't want to see this gift right now put that away we don't need it in the world right now mm. and i think that's why it rocked me quite a lot as well just yeah that idea that the gift is no longer valuable mm. but of course that is that is just me really thinking that that's me allowing the impression of the world and accepting that rather than thinking uh hang on a sec there are so many different ways this gift can still be manageable a mm. and then b valuable like we actually developed more of a relationship throughout the pandemic i think because mm. we had so many long open transparent conversations yeah. about <laughs> stuff it was like oh that's a safe space in itself yeah. just us just chatting yeah so yeah just to maintain that gift and find the different ways that it can like be fulfilled in yeah different ways mm. and you know what is i remember seeing a, a quote at a time that i needed to because you know what right as well mm. so Especially again, I kind of believe everything happens for a reason. Like you meet certain people at points in your life when you need to, whether they're a lesson or blessing or whatever comes your way. But then that also, also kind of like transpires onto the internet as well. So I always feel like when I come across a post, I've come across it at a time that I've needed to see it. Yeah. And I remember seeing one, which I can't remember like exactly what it said, but it was along the lines of, don't ever kind of underestimate the the kind of, the power and the influence or the magic that you bring into other people's lives. Like just those moments of having conversations with people and how much that might have meant to them at a time. Or do you know sometimes, even on the way here and I'm running to you yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm just outwardly <laughs> processing, that was a space that I needed and I just needed someone to listen and yeah. pull things out. And it's these little things that sometimes, where we might not think it's productive or, you know, that's not a tangible thing of like what I'm giving out to the world. You know, yeah. it's not a track, it's not a workshop I'm holding. But just those little moments where, like, we overlook them. No, but, but that's the stuff that really builds the relationship a lot of the time absolutely. as well. Like, if you're able to feel like, okay, without having to, like, get the tangible results mm. or without feeling like there's that resource there, but you just get to be yourself mm. and you're just in that moment of being yourself. I actually heard a sick quote today or this really short video or really short story today about meditation. Mm. There was a guy standing on a hill and there were three other guys who saw this guy literally just standing on a hill. The first guy looked at the guy and was like, ah, oh, he must be looking for something because why is he just standing on a hill? Mm. Second guy was like, no, if he was looking, he'd be moving and going backwards and forwards to find something. Surely he is, um, I can't remember what he said, but he said he was doing something or other. Mm. And then the third guy was like, no, he must obviously be meditating because he's just standing still. So they each approached him and were like, yo, what are you up to? And the mm. guy's like, no, I'm not. I'm not looking for anything. I'm not whatever the second thing mm. was. 
and I'm also not maybe waiting actively meditate. Yeah, I think it was yeah. waiting actually. Yeah, well done. Well done. <laughs> I'm there, hey. you know. I've never seen the video before. <laughs> but you know, what's yeah, yeah, right, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm not looking for anything. I'm not waiting for anything, mm. and I'm also not actively meditating on anything. Yeah, I'm just standing. Mm. That's all he was doing. But in that, the moral of that story is that in doing that, in just being, and yeah. just you don't actively have to do, but in just being, you are already doing something. Yeah. Like, you can't, I think they use the expression, you can't be the light if you're looking at the light. Yeah. Because you're looking at this thing, it's like, just be it. Yeah. Just be it. And it comes down to, you know, we're human beings. We're not human exactly. doings. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, and I think, again, that kind of translates into this hyper-productivity kind of time that we're in now like where we always must feel like we need to be producing something and we are we've always been producing something we've always been doing stuff that's productive but now we live in a time and era especially where creativity like like Paris was saying with the Gen Z's your creativity is making you money it is producing this this wealth for you and it's Mm. seen as more valuable and you just being yourself recording yourself online and now you know that's the thing but then where do we draw the line with just just almost just being and like having a hobby and just enjoying it to not trying to monetize off of it to not because I feel like we lose a lot of the joy in that where it's like like for instance, someone might really enjoy just writing poetry, yeah. and then someone's like, "You should sell a book, you know. You should do this, you know. You should do." And then it becomes like, "Oh, do you know what I mean?" Yeah, and then yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like, and I mean, some people love it, but I think even that's how I felt felt with poetry. To be honest, I'm not yeah, even like, because I haven't even gone back. Guess, do you know what? There was someone who I seen who's an artist, and I remember I didn't ever say to them, "Oh, you should sell your art or anything," but I did question like, "Oh, what do you do with it? Like, do you just paint it and then?" what and they're like yeah i just paint it comes to my mind i paint mm. and then it's there and i'm like so it just lives in your room she's like yeah that's it and i was like okay but in my head i'm bare thinking oh but then dot 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 there must be something that comes after that and it's like no it is just painting for the sake of mm. painting it's not painting because you need to be a millionaire yeah. the whole world needs to see what you're doing with your art it's just an extension of your creativity again mm. There was one thing as well that I want to go into real quick because it's on my phone yeah, before it locks again. Phone, <laughs> go on, go like, on. Yeah, we're keeping and us only saying on because, course. Yeah, go course, on. Because Paris sent this to both of us yeah. and it leans into um, the conversation that we had with mm. her and also this thing about being super productive and just taking your time and mm. finding that balance. And discipline. Discipline. So this is just a short tweet from Stephen Bartlett. I don't know when it was, but it says... Long-term patience is a millennial growth hack. If you can stick at a good thing for a long time without letting Instagram convince you that the grass is greener elsewhere, you can really, really, you can go really, really far. Sorry. Yeah, you ruined the impact. I know. I'm joking now and it landed, it landed. (laughs) But long-term patience is a millennial growth hack. I think Mm. that's like a key one to just point out simply because... You and I are both very impatient. Very. <laughs> we're very impatient. But very I don't impatient. think we're we're outliers for that or anomalies for that. I think mm. that's just a trait amongst a lot of us because we feel the instant gratification stuff we were talking about last time. Yeah. Or we just see so much going on mm. that you just feel like, of course you can measure yourself against that. I went to school with that person or we're pretty similar. So why can't I do that? And why haven't I done this, etc. But... Yeah. Don't. No, because... <laughs> 
And also, I think it's also a London-centric thing as well. Oh, because it's harder here. Harder. Yeah, because I think about it, right? So when I went to university, I went to Manchester Metropolitan. My campus was in Crewe, the middle of nowhere, complete opposite to mm. London. Like, didn't even have a Nando's, didn't even have a Primark. There's hardly anything going on there. Yeah. I hated the first year. I wanted to leave. My mum was like, absolutely not. You're staying in there, <laughs> which, thank God, I did. Um, and then I kind of got adjusted to a new way of life, like a lot slower, less things to do. Yeah. I didn't like going out that much, um, surprisingly enough. I didn't really <laughs> drink that much. I didn't really go out that much. This I was is in a whole a, different yeah, version I know. <laughs> of a <million>. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what it was? I was in a relationship, innit? And I was really trying to prove to him and to me that I'm going to make this work. So yeah. I'm not going to go out and just be in certain scenarios that might cause um, problems or whatever. So I went to the gym. I decided yeah. to go to the gym and I didn't go on a thing of like, I'm only going to do this for like the month or I'm only going to do this for like, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. said, I'm just going to make it part of my habit. And that meant I would just get up every day, go to the gym. I was never really like clocking. I mean, I did kind of get obsessed with the scales and stuff because I started to see results. Yeah. But I probably lost the most weight I've ever lost in my, in my life. Like, I was probably the slimmest I've ever been, the mm. healthiest I've ever been. But it's also because I had mad patience as well. Like, I wasn't aiming for something to, like, have it done by a certain time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just enjoying the process of it. And I yeah. clock now, because there's even times, obviously, I've moved back to London, there's more things to do. I'm eating more, drinking more, whatever. And I've always been, always felt this urge that, like, I wish I could go back to uni and just, like, have like a year because I'd done that over like maybe like six months and I was like how did I do it like I just I, I felt like I wasn't stressed like even now like back in London it's like fitting it in the schedule yeah, and yeah, yeah. I need to do it this month and this month I'm going to dedicate myself to it and then next month I'm going to do whatever but I think I've also just lost that patience because of all the other distractions or like I feel like I have to just achieve it now and get back to it now and yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. doing it now, 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 now. Whereas when I was in crew, honestly, and them times social media wasn't really a thing either. Well, I've shown our age now, but yeah, social media, <laughs> like Instagram, I think just came about. Snapchat just, no, Instagram was like kind of kicking off. There. I remember Snapchat actually in my in third year because I remember my housemate had Snapchat. Okay, yeah. And so I was I'd like, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> Them times, I just realised, I think, yeah, I was just, one, being out of London, I kind of could afford to just take things slower. And I didn't, I wasn't always exposed to what everyone else was doing. So I even remember when I came back for my birthday once, like, and my ex at the time done a surprise it would get together, yeah. get together. And I remember coming out and honestly, some of my friend's jaws and he dropped to the floor because they were like, You've lo you look so <laughs> different. I hadn't even clocked it though. They were like, you look so different. But I think... Again, that worked really well for me because I wasn't comparing myself to others. Yeah. I had less to do and I wasn't giving myself a time skill to do it in. I was just like, let me just commit to this and see how it goes. So I think I need to learn from that and actually bring that back now. <laughs> the thing, because I was very similar in uni. Again, mm. I was in a relationship. Gym or exercise was just a standard thing as yeah, well. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't like you know, okay, here's my... Actually, no, my only goal was that I wanted to get hench. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, all right, I just got to get hench. By the time I'm 21, I need to be in peak form or whatever, mm. <laughs> isn't it? It was very obnoxious, but <laughs> it happened. Um, but yeah, I know one of the main things of that, because cool, yeah, it is London, but at the same time, in uni, you got bad time, man. Bad, bad time. time. I had so much time, on my, especially in Fudge. I actually had more time in Fudge. Yeah. I think my last semester, I only had 
eight hours that I needed to do mm. in a week. So it's like, what else you'd obviously go you library, do whatever, yeah. but like I had so much time. Whereas now, I guess this is what they call adulting. Mm, <laughs> I know. This just... is what they call it. Yeah, your time is not it's not always your own. Yeah. That's one of the key problems now, isn't it? Because I, I was literally thinking about gym this morning. I was like, oh, mm. I would love to just go, but I oh, do XYZ. I gotta know, come go, here and go, record go, this. Oh, <laughs> <my God. laughs> but there's always something that needs to get done. That's what yeah. it feels like at the moment. Whether that's a London centric thing or an adulting thing mm. or and a, a millennial, millennial thing. Yeah. yeah, like it could be any of those or all of those factors yeah. together, innit? Because also, like off, off, off the back of that, do you know one thing? When I listen back to myself, I'm like, Amelia, speak slower. You don't need to rush your words. <laughs> like, calm down. But I was having this conversation with my mum recently. So I was the child that every day after school, I had some club to go to. Mm-hmm. Whether I was going drama, ballet, tap, swimming, Saturday school. It was like productive, be yeah. productive. Use your time, use your time, do something. And everything I did do, my family, they were kind of, critical like they would always criticize me so it wasn't I could do better I could do better I could do better but I think that comes off the back of my mum not having that many opportunities when she came over here Mm. so she was like I want to give Amelia all of the opportunities I remember once I think I said I like the guitar she had me doing private tutor lessons with a guitarist (laughs) everything I said I like doing she was like right we're gonna do it and I I thank her for that though anyway but I even said to her I was like mum I think that's why I also don't even know how to rest properly because I wasn't allowed to lie in my bed all day. Yeah. Like, I was not allowed. She will bust through the door, be like, seize the day, carpe diem, <laughs> get up, Amelia. Opportunities don't come from nothing. Go out there, get it, get it, get it. So now that's ingrained in me now mm-hmm. to the point now where I am now dipping my fingers in too many pies and doing too much because I feel like I just need to be producing, 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 producing. But to the point where it's not even productive anymore mm. because I'm not seeing anything out. Like I'm not actually sticking to one thing for long enough. Like this guy's saying, yeah. life, like patience. I'm not sticking to it long enough to actually really see where it could go because I'm like, oh, I might get quicker gratification from this thing over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or let me just go and do this. Even the same way I'm trying to look at this year, I'm like, let me look at it as 12 months as opposed to January what do I want to achieve no let me actually just think what can I achieve in the year if I actually even with Jim I'm thinking if I just stick to this at this pace for the whole year I'll be looking mad (laughs) (laughs) come December 2022 when you're in Ghana come on (laughs) I'll be getting married I'm coming anyway. I'm coming. I'm we're turning up. And, uh, yeah, we're all having a great we're time because we're going to look good. <laughs> we're going to look good. <laughs> going to be feeling good. Trust Do you me, know what I mean? Man. Because you're right. Like every every like end of a year or beginning of the new year when you're reflecting on the previous year, mm. there's always these mad things that have happened that, or I know this definitely for myself, there's always these mad things that have happened where you're like, I didn't even plan for that. I didn't even schedule that. But the fact that that happened is such a key moment in that year that, and whatever we want to say and i agree with you on the fact that i think you do need some short term short shorter term goals like mm. a january or february mm. okay, this is what i want to get in four weeks this month etc but overall it is a balance across at least a year that's why we have these kind of time stamps where it's like okay cool across that period of time what actually has happened and when we did the reflection in our first episode biggest l's biggest mm. um w's and all of that I remember all of mine, or pretty much most of mine, weren't things that I had actually aspired to. Mm. They were things that had naturally come just from taking the time and doing the work at the right moments. Yeah. 
And I think yeah. being kind to yourself is so important because a lot of us are doing more than we need to do anyway. Oh, too much. We're doing way more. Like, And, and do you know what it is as well? It's like, I think I've personally had to really swallow the pill that social media has a massive impact on me and mm. our generation now. It's this thing that has now grown. And like, again, we're the generation that saw it come in. So yeah. I think even at one point we always just saw it as, oh, you know, it's just social media. Like you can't let social media get to you. It's just this. Whoa, what was the first one that you had? Uh, Do you remember? Pixo. You had Pixo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Pixo. Do you know how long I used to spend on my Pixo customising it? Oh, I had Bebo. Oh, I didn't have Bebo. Yeah, that was the one I had But first. I had Pixo. Oh, my God. <laughs> if I could ever get on that. I made a MySpace because someone made a fake yeah. profile of me on MySpace. Oh, really? You yeah. Were, you were that popular? Apparently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's so mad. So then, obviously, then with Facebook, I would actually just check my Facebook maybe once a day. Mm. And that would be in, like, IT, go on the, like, yeah, proxy yeah, yeah. sites, <laughs> check it, and just leave it. And... How have we got from that point now where I would probably... Over the whole weekend, I wouldn't even look at my Facebook. And I also even think about nights out. Back in the day, it was never about pictures. I think we mm. very... And you would take pictures on the like disposable cameras and you wouldn't see it. So we was way less conscious of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Way less conscious of what we look like to other people. And now we've very much come to a point now where whether you like it or not... And I mean, my brother's not on social media. So at he... All. No, he's... I read that. And he... No, but he even says that like, he doesn't... Doesn't, doesn't need doesn't, it. Yeah, he doesn't, doesn't want do it. He doesn't, but he's like, he doesn't really want to start feeling self-conscious about mm. things, which I rate him. But then I'm like, there's me. And yes, there's there's good sides to social media. Like, yeah, it, you can get jobs through social media. You could get... You can find partners. Up. Do you yeah, know what I mean? You a lot through social media. Same. Oh, I'm not saying same. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> but there's, there's literally the other side of social media where why am I seeing absolutely everything that you're doing <laughs> on your day? No, I actually even thought to myself, I don't think we're supposed to we're see this much of other people because then now I have a perception of you that's not even true. Why am that's I right. seeing what you're eating for breakfast, what you're eating for dinner? Why do I know where you are at every minute of the day? <laughs> why? Why? I don't need to know all of this. But then also now I'm constantly subconsciously comparing myself to other people. Like if I'm having a shit day mm. and I know I haven't really done anything today. Like imagine, OK, you're thinking, oh, I wish I get to, got to the gym. Imagine you went on your social media now and you're bare seeing like bare people at the gym. <laughs> it's playing on you. It's playing on your like it's playing on your mind. But remember, there was a time where we didn't have that. We oh, didn't. We, we just we just done what we wanted to do. Flex. I feel like our gener our millennial generation is probably the one that's gonna fall or feel the brunt of it the most as well. Mm. And I say that because the generation before us, they didn't grow up with it. So yeah. it's kind of a thing of they might have they might have a fixed platform that they go to at the moment, or they've kind of dabbled in a few, but it's not part of their regular schedule programming, really and truly. For some, obviously, it is, but generally mm. speaking. It's not. And I feel the generation under us, because by the time they are actually on these platforms, they're all established. They get to like, okay, cool. I know it's this one for me. I know it's TikTok for mm. me. Or I know it's Instagram for yeah. me. I know it's Whereas us, we, we just, went through all we of these games. Yeah, literally. We're the guinea pigs. <laughs> yeah. and we've been on all of them and been like, we've seen how they've evolved and adapted and they've shaped how some of us have evolved and adapted yeah. as well, which is crazy to crazy. say. But like, yeah, even with Facebook and pictures, for instance, like that developed into Instagram. Yeah. And it's only because people from our generation would post their like 18th and yeah. have 
250 pictures from the night out. Oh, Remember that? <laughs> You'd get up and you're tagged in 50 pictures. And there's 99, <laughs> it says... Uh, you and 99 others <laughs> like fam what there was no permission there was no consent you were just in them in the literally some people have the cheat to tag you slipping in a picture yeah, why are you tagging it. me at the back of that picture <laughs> for what do you want from me have you looked at your old Facebook pictures or anything uh yeah I have like because I still am on the Facebook a little bit because it's mad as well I feel like I can't delete it because there's certain people I only have on Facebook mm. but I remember actually I had another Facebook okay which I can't for the, the life of me one. get into that. Yeah, I'd, <laughs> I. Do you know what? The almost, I guess, not even sinister side of that is, I had to delete that Facebook because I had trolls on that Facebook. Oh, I Lord. had people that were always sending me some shit like, "You think you're too nice," but yeah, I had some haters. Really? Yeah, and I just had to. I just had. I feel like I just had to delete that Facebook and start fresh with new because I was like, "Who are these? Like who?" Oh, you didn't even know it's not like I didn't people know in who college they were, or anything. No. I, I think they were they were definitely from my college. Okay. Because the things we were saying I was like that's definitely from college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had some serious haters. Dang. And it was playing on my insecurities a lot. So I had to like delete that Facebook, yeah, start a whole on. fresh one. And but yeah, if I got it back into that old one, oh my god, I yeah, don't even know yeah. what I'd see. Yeah, I have a feeling that I would probably get called out for some old whatevers. I'm not gonna lie. Really? Yeah. Do you know why? Yeah, and I will say this because I think it's quite important. Um, our generation, growing up, especially when we were mm. young, young, like eleven, twelve, whatever, there was there was no filter. Oh, I remember yeah. for us, there was still this thing of, and yeah, it's not good, and it's not. I'm not proud of this, but there was a thing of homophobia was actually quite a standardized thing when we were like eleven, twelve, or whatever. The music we listened to was just so homophobic. Even. The, the word gay was yeah. synonymous with bad. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, you yeah, say, no. oh, that's gay. And it's like, when you think about it, I you're know, like, what yeah. the hell were you actually saying kind of thing? But that kind of stuff was very regular behavior for our generation, which is a big <laughs> red flag, yeah, terrible thing that we all did. Not all did, but a lot of us did at the time. Yeah. So I can imagine that if someone went as far back as like MySpace, if that canceled. still exists. Yeah, I'll probably get cancelled. You'll get cancelled. I probably would. I'd apologise because I'm, I'm a it's whole mad. new person. No, but it's so true though. It's so even like colorism was rife. Yeah, it was normal. You know how like in school, oh, blick this, blick that, blick oh my, this. Do you know what I mean? Like and oh, stuff like our oh, Somalian this. Yeah, Somali, like people were picked on. Like it wasn't literally, good. Literally, literally. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's probably some shit I was saying yeah. on Facebook. I mean, I've I've never gone back and said, oh, well, hopefully he's dead. <laughs> it's it, on yeah. a part of the hopefully web you can never looks. access. But yeah, hundred percent and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, that's our gen... And I think now, Gen Z's are a lot more woke. Yeah. They're having a lot more of these conversations earlier than we were. Because we, like you said, we normalised a lot of this. Like That's because uh, it was normalised onto yeah, us. Yeah, I know. Like, the generation above, they obviously grew up in a different time. Yeah, exactly. Like, I always say to my parents, bro, you lot made it through the 80s. Because <laughs> mm. that generation, Margaret Thatcher, just a lot of stuff going on. And also racism, racism was just, just, exactly. yeah, just plain it's and normal. simple. Yeah. Like, right, racist, no, I don't, do you know what I mean? <laughs> that'd be normal kind Isn't of behaviour. Yeah. And I'm thinking, wow, the fact you lot had to endure all of that, I get why you might think off comments are just off comments. Yeah. But yeah, it's that thing where the generation under us, they've kind of seen how we've kind of weaned our way through, filtered out some of the crap. And again, mm. they kind of have it where it's like, no different value system that was another thing that i was talking about uh, in the previous pub with paris mm. as well how i think they just have a different value system to what we grew up with i.e they are more as you said woke 
they mm. are more conscious of just their environment, yeah. how they are socially, stuff like social media. Like it's not weird that Jay doesn't or your brother doesn't yeah. have social media. I know that I know a lot of young people who are like either on it yeah, or completely or off it. Yeah, it's like they made that very intentional decision of I'm either on it or I'm off it. Whereas I know for myself, I'm very much like I hate social media, but I'm on Instagram oh, every no. day. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like this flip floppy stuff. I still do it, even though something like Twitter doesn't really. I don't go on a lot of them, basically. Yeah. You know? But yeah, it's not as good as some of these millennials, man. No, it's not at all. I mean, Gen Zs. That's what I meant. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Please. So you see with Instagram, yeah. Why is it? Because I'm gonna ask you because you're a man. Go on. Why is it a lot of men just have like two pictures? <laughs> no, no. What is that about? And, and bare, bare, bare pictures are just archived, so they've got pictures, yeah, but they've only got like two up. So what am I supposed to pre? Those two pictures. <laughs> no, but I actually feel like the They're way men. Pictures. Well, obviously not all men, but mm. the way some men use um, Instagram, let's just say, as yeah. opposed to how women use it, because surely there must be things that you think, why do women do this? But answer my question first. Why do you have cool. two pictures? Because that's all you need to see at that moment in time. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's actually... Because there will be a time where I'll probably go on my Instagram and be like, all right, everything can go. And I only okay. want you to see this and this. Yeah, I saw that's you done it. it. Like, yeah, I saw once I clocked. Like, yeah, yeah everything went. Way less everything. posts. Yeah, I think I ended up with six posts. Something but is like that, that for you or the viewers? In my case, that was for me. Okay. I felt like I had to um, just get rid of a lot of stuff on Why? my page. Uh, I think <laughs> as I was going through this identity crisis okay. and this feeling of real uncomfortability because mm. there's something changing or something developing, as I'm analysing a lot of the stuff that I had, obviously it's just reminding me of a previous version of myself. And right. I was like, all right, this doesn't represent who I am right now or how I'm feeling right okay. now or who I really want to take into the future. There's a couple of things that I still hold on to because I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> this is sick i like this yeah. but a lot of it was just no that can be in the archives like for my memory or for if other people are involved for our memories or whatever it is mm. but it doesn't need to be the representation of me because someone you meet they'll go on it they'll see your insta and then they'll be like okay so this is who this person is and if i don't feel that actually is me it's gotta go okay it's gotta go but yeah as to why guys have two pictures guys don't <sighs> Guys don't really be doing up pictures like that, man. I know, I've, I've clocked like, it, actually. Don't it's very rare. Pictures. Like, yeah, it's like, I think for women, you know, we take pictures Completely all the time. Like, yeah. We've got a lot of content that we can put up, like, <laughs> a lot. But, yeah, I've, I've noticed it with some guys, it's like... I've noticed it with a lot of women, though, as well. What, just a few pictures? Um, yeah, because <laughs> my Explore page is a bit mad sometimes. And, huh? <laughs> 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 Let's unpack that. <laughs> I like what I like, innit? <laughs> you see certain profiles and you're like, oh, you got 12. Yeah, 12 is mm. like a, a normal number that I see sometimes where it's like you okay. start to scroll, but it ends. And you're like, oh, oh, okay. Maybe I've got way too many then. Nah, man, your profile's good. Do you know what? Here's another question, yeah. Do you, when let's just say when you're going through a stage and maybe you are having a bit of an identity crisis, mm. do you almost look at your social media as a way to kind of gauge who you are yeah very much so mm. very much so because i think the fact it gives you the time and date of whatever you were experiencing yeah. that really helps as well because you can my memory is terrible and 
but something like my Instagram or whatever will show me, okay, I was doing this round, this, this round, this, this round, this, this is, and when I see something, I don't know if I have a photographic memory or whatever, but mm. when I see something, I'm very much like, aha, I can attribute or associate the feeling that I had with it to that image. So I'm like, okay, this is how I felt then. Mm. And if I feel completely different now, I'll be able to distinguish and just be like, all right, cool. I can either get rid of that or just accept to myself that I've moved beyond whatever that mm. was as well. So yeah, socials help, but um, it's not the only thing. I think for me, another thing that really helped me was journaling. Yeah. Like that was something I really got into last year. Yeah, last year. I got into journaling a lot just because I didn't feel to, I needed to externalize, but I didn't need to like put it out on social media yeah, for everyone to see yeah, what's going on difference. in my mind. It was more just, okay, let me unpack this a bit. Let me, yeah, let me get, it. yeah, just let me get into mm. this a bit more and really do it for myself. Cause I think the self-help and the self-work is the most important thing in the end, like mm. therapy, life coach, etc. All of these are really things to enable you to be able to help yourself in the long mm. run so i think i kind of circumvented those things probably i shouldn't have but i did at the time and just saw okay cool journaling let me try that one and it did actually really really help me mm. okay because yeah. i remember i watched the video um i can't remember exactly what the man was saying or who the man was but he was talking about we are in the age now where we have a digital self and like our social media is our digital self. It's all it's another it's an extension of ourselves, but it's almost just another self. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I think because a lot of us, whether we want to admit it or not, we are very much like, oh, what what do I want others to perceive of me? Yeah. Like, and I, sometimes, do you know how many times I go on my? I'm giving it all away now. But nah. sometimes I go on my Instagram and just try and view it as like a, another person. Like, <laughs> oh, what does this girl look like? Like. Ooh, do I look fun? Do I oh, look wait, like you this? You go on your own profile. Yeah, I like... go on my own profile and I just like look at it, like try and see my profile from like someone else. Like, let me imagine I just don't know this person. Do you know what's really, because let's say Instagram, yeah. Mm. I very rarely ever even, you know when you do a story and you see who's, watch your story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I ever really do that is if I've done like a poll and I'm not even seeing who's, I'm just seeing the poll. <laughs> like, I don't have that attachment. <laughs> right. Now, I was thinking about this the other day. I think that is a feature Instagram needs to either get rid of yeah. <laughs> or give you the choice of not having it. Because I have definitely been a person who has... Yeah. I always watch who's watched my stories. Why? I always watch it because I want to know who's who's engaged, who's actually looking well, at my profile. those people like, hey, thanks for watching. <laughs> <laughs> no. <more> to- <laughs> no. However, let's... Okay. And I know I'm not alone with this. This is why I need more women in here because I know I'm not alone. But, and actually it's not just women that do it anyway. But let's just say there's someone that you like. Okay. And you want to know how much they're watching your, your stuff. And is like, that the way to tell though? This is it though, because that's not necessarily engagement. Like there's been times I've watched people's stories and I haven't actually really watched it. It's just been flicking through. I'm not actually taking it in. Mm. But also... Now, the the point where I stand where it's like I think Instagram should get rid of that feature is, again, sometimes we're interpreting it in the wrong way. Like there's I've I've watched people's stories where they've written some long post. <laughs> I've not read it. Yeah, I don't have the time. Flipped. I flick through it. And then later on, I've seen them write something like, bear you to watch this and no one's even said <laughs> anything. And it's just like, yo, like 
if that's me passively engaging like when i just want to scroll through stories it doesn't mean i want to chat to you Facts. it doesn't mean i want to chat to you but now i sometimes feel that pressure that if i've seen something and i know that they know i've seen it i have to respond really? and i'm like it's almost like a bit exhausting and i actually thought what are the benefits oh, of actually man. seeing who can view your story what are the actual real benefits because ima like, imagine if if I want you you to know I've watched your story, I would just simply reply to it so you know that I've watched it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So exactly. then I think Instagram because I think there's a lot like I love the, the feature now Instagram's got where you don't have to show how many people liked your photos. Yes. I love that. I put that in straight away. Same. <laughs> straight like away. I love it. I love it because it's like why does everyone else need to know that? Exactly. Why does and we are getting too like and you get judged on that. Yeah. As well. And the engagement. Some people will really take down a picture if it hasn't had that many likes. And yeah, repost it. Like, but this I can't blame them for that though mm. because the aim of the game is engagement that's what they make it it's is. not about just do it because you like posting stuff it's engagement it's like how many people are liking this scene this comment and blah, blah, blah. so if it doesn't do well do it and uh, do it again, no, but <laughs> do it's, it again. Yeah. but then who is it for it's for the people it's for the culture and that, you know what I mean? yeah you just yeah it's just there's a lot of there's a lot of social my views on social media are very mixed like again <laughs> like i sometimes i just want to come off of it all and yeah. just live an incognito life and <laughs> if you want to see me check up on me you yeah, actually you have to actively me, find <laughs> me and see me because i do feel like everyone's just so accessible now that mm. you're not checking in with people as much as you should do but then also there's certain people that get to see aspects of your life that they shouldn't actually be able to see. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Do you get offended if um, you've messaged somebody, let's mm. say on WhatsApp or text or whatever, they haven't responded, but you've seen that active on socials? Right, this is a subject we need to unpack. <laughs> so I have had, I have been yeah. offended. But then again, I've had to be very honest with myself as to why am I offended? Because yeah. I do that shit as well. Yeah. So I had to pat myself and be like, just because someone's read your message doesn't mean they need to reply straight away. Yeah. Because I believe that like I know we're in a day and age now of instant messaging, but I don't I don't need to respond to messages all the time. And I've had to remind myself that like just because I've seen it doesn't mean I need to respond straight away. Let's go back to the days of emails. <laughs> like you know, I'll That's reply when I can. What's up a little bit, you know? Do you know what I mean? But I definitely have. There's been times where it's pissed me off, and I'll be very honest with you. It's because I'm impatient and I want to answer now. Or I have feelings for you and I start acting like an idiot. That's why. I have feelings mm. for you. Like, I actually like you and you not responding is making me feel insecure. Fair. And that's just me being honest. And that's down to me. Mm. And I'm, sometimes maybe maybe he's just not that into you, Mina. Or maybe he's actually just that busy. It's not that deep. At the end of the day, it is not that deep. And I've definitely... Now that, now that shit wouldn't annoy me. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't annoy me now because I'm like, it is what it is. They'll chat to you when they want to chat to you. Like, it's fine. And I even say to people as well sometimes, like, get back to me when you can. Yeah. Even when I'm, like, sending long voice notes because I'm a long voice noter, I'll sometimes say to people, like, after I've sent Super it. Long voice <laughs> 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 I, yo. I've I, definitely had, I think, 22 minutes from you, <laughs> 17 minutes from you. <laughs> you know, when I see it, I'm like... Oh, don't okay. say. No, because in, all it is is in my head. I'm like, all right, I've got to unpack that. Yeah, there's got. <laughs> I need to. There's got to be a moment in the day where I'm properly focusing on what Amelia's saying here. That's all it yeah. is. Yeah, I just, I just, I just like to communicate that yeah, way. But I will say to people like, definitely, like after I've sent it, I'll send a message and be like, listen to that when you can, and get back to me when you can on that. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, 
I'm also still human. Like, there's then there's also a difference. Sometimes people are just ignoring you. Yeah, no, like they're actually that, just that ignoring you. <laughs> so it's like there's a balance in it. Like now, if you do this all the time, and maybe maybe you just you don't want to talk to me. Like yeah, maybe you yeah, just yeah. don't want to talk to me, or maybe you just want only want to talk to me when you can gain something. And yeah, you have to differentiate those. But yes, yeah, to answer your question, it has annoyed me before. I've patterned myself because I was like, because also social media at one point really did have an impact on my on how I was genuinely feeling. About yourself or just Oh, about... do you know how much time I've wasted on social media waiting for someone to look at my story? What do you mean? Oh, see, I'm really exposing myself As in, wait, you'll post a story. I will post a story. And then you watch your own... No, no, I will just constantly check every other minute to see whether someone's viewed it. Like that one person that I want oh, okay. to view it. And I remember at one, time, at one point, I actually had to just look at myself doing this and being like, are you dumb? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you wasting your whole day waiting for someone to watch your story? Why not just send them the story as well. No, that's too direct. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm um, no, but also at the same time, the fucking endorphins or whatever good hormones that are released in my body when you get a reply from that person from the story, and they. <laughs> this is all a game. I know. I hope you're listening. This is what they want. <laughs> this is what I they want. want. You to respond. It's a game. It's a game. Yeah, such, <laughs> I had to come off Snapchat because I was the worst for that. Like, I would actually, at some points, I'm exposing myself. <laughs> this was years ago. Because I, I don't even really use Snapchat like that anymore. I would actually make it so only one person could view my story and it was the person that I wanted. Really? And I would just, Is that have just a it private up. story or something? No, 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 no. So basically I would stop every this is before private stories. Okay. But I would stop everyone else from seeing my story, upload one thing. Yeah. So then I'll know the minute it's been viewed by that one person, it's been viewed by them and it was really only just for them. Idiot things, wow. man, I had to move away from that stuff. I was younger. How much younger? This <laughs> 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 was like two years ago, innit? No, I'd say about four <laughs> years ago. You know what I'm saying? Wow, that's do you know? <laughs> I'm just deep in everything you just. Do you know? I realize I really do educate you on a lot of like things that women do. Because your use of social media is way different. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I don't care who's viewed my story. Yeah, I know you don't. Ninety percent of the time, I might check it occasionally, but because Instagram, because Instagram always likes to play me as well. Where one day twenty people have seen oh, my yeah. story, then another day four hundred people yeah. have seen it. That actually used to jar me a lot, and that's mm. why I, I, I also thought, you know what? Don't even give it that attention. Don't even give it that much value in your life because you will get stressed about it. Hence, why I don't even check those things. And what was the other one you just said? Um, okay. Yeah, if there's someone in particular, I'm like, I want you to see this. I'm sending it to you. Yeah, but Lem's a certain things I'm not gonna. <laughs> but do you know what? Maybe that's the difference in like how heterosexual men and women are meant to or quote unquote meant yeah, to no, approach yeah. these things we like to be with... we like to put ourselves in, in, in your way yeah not so directly can, say yeah. hey this is what I want so then, then you can make the move bro oh, you know what I'm saying you can make the move well, thank you for educating all no, the but men this is the, but, this is, but this is the perks of having friends of different genders this is the oh, perks because 100%. I think it's an essential absolutely and then Absolutely. you still have people who say, look, Steve Harvey's a great guy. He's done a lot of good stuff. He's a funny guy. He's a good guy at talking. But please, please do not live by that, oh, that word that he said that men and women, heterosexual men and women cannot be friends. I think that's the most, it's, it's so problematic on so many levels. It is. So problematic. It really, and I really think, is. 
And I think, do you know, in one of our episodes, we will unpack this on a serious level. Because I would love to other people to chime in as well. Yeah. Like, just to let us know, what do you actually think about that? But Because yeah, even right, like the other day, that. I was on TikTok and I was watching um, this girl. I've forgotten her name, but I find it really funny. Like, she always tells stories on TikTok. Um, and she was talking about how her future husband couldn't have a female best friend. She'd have to end that. She'd be like, no way. She was like, no, 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 no way. Okay, so this is one thing that I'm like, ah, oh, okay, I actually hear. Okay. If it's best friend, in my head, I'm my partner's best friend, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why have you got another one? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, That's how I see that in my... But obviously, if you just have male friend, cool. I've yeah, got a yeah. female friend, you've got male, great, cool, whatever. But mm. like, yeah, best friend, I'm your best friend. Do you know what? I, I really don't like the term best friend. That's why it's reserved in yeah, my head yeah, for yeah, like, yeah. Yo, True. we do life. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah, why trust me, trust kind of me. Thing. Otherwise, yeah, different friends are like almost for di- not different reasons, but everyone represents something slightly mm. different. There's a base layer of trust, loyalty, respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that obviously all friends have, but, you know, me and you talk in a slightly different way than me and some of my guy friends, for instance, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I think... But then again, I've, I, okay, so take away the best friend element, but it's this idea of having like a close friend that is of the opposite gender, that there's suddenly so much problem. Like I, I actually remember like a guy saying to me that he would not want his partner to have close male friends. So and that's a problem. No. And honestly, I remember at the time, <laughs> um, so me and him were just getting to know each other. I was like, that's a hell of a red flag for me mm. because I've got, male friends that I'm actually very close to that I will talk to about a lot of stuff and I don't need you chiming in my ear <laughs> kind of being like oh why are you gonna like I just don't like it just says a lot about you like you're, it just screams insecurity to me because ah, oh, it just irritates me I remember thinking okay jealousy do you know what hey Reezy um, shout out to New Motion hey Reezy said a really good point mm. after the pod as well the last one with Paris where he basically said that a lot of the time for a lot of guys, that just stems from the fact that it's a projection thing, isn't it? Where it's yeah. like, that's how I would feel about the situation. As opposed mm. to, I trust you to act in the way that I imagine you would just because of the fact that I trust you. It's just, this is how I would be in the situation. If I had bare girls around me who were just my friends, I'd probably be pre and I'd probably be looking at them in a certain mm. way. And that's that in itself in my head is like, you've got to audit yourself. Trust me, like, I've audited myself on all of my female friends where mm. I'm like, okay... What is this? Like, why do you want this person around you? Mm. And you have to be so honest with yourself, so real. Like, if it's a thing where you're, you like someone, cool. You mm. like that person in it. But if it's actually a thing of... Because I remember when we first met, mm. um, you were performing. Yeah, yeah, I know you yeah. thought I was trying to chirp you or whatever. Well, it? yeah, then you're like, oh, because yeah, we, we, can, we can like work on some stuff together. And obviously I thought, yeah, okay, sure. She didn't trust me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but um, literally, yeah. because I'd seen you in a creative capacity, mm. like on stage and performing... That's how I, that was the association yeah, in my head yeah, immediately. Yeah. And I was in a relationship anyway. So yeah, for yeah. me, it was well, just. Obviously, I didn't know that off the get go, innit? Of course, of course. And also, it doesn't matter to some guys as well, does it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so much. I know that was going on. Well, <laughs> no, I just mean. It to the <laughs> no, oh. but like, just generally, some guys, that's not a thing for no, them. For real. Some, some guys and some girls. Some, yeah. people, some people just don't care about that some shit. Some people like, don't care. It. And it, that's probably the people who'd be like, yeah. you can't have friends. This is it though. This is it. And for me, do you know what it is? I went to a girl's school. Mm. 
Like, there was a large chunk of my life where I actually wasn't around men in just, like, a very friendly, platonic envi- like environment where yeah, I yeah. could just have male friends. So even when I went to college, I suddenly started to have, like, male friends. And even at one point, I thought, oh, you know what? I get on really well with this guy. Is there something there? And then I realised it's not every... Like, it's just because you get along with a guy and, like, maybe in anyone else's eyes oh you two get oh maybe you should see something say it's not always the case yeah, yeah, and yeah. i think for me it was when i went to uni and i got really close with like one of my housemates that like, we just happened to be put in, together in the same house and like the friendship that i had with this guy like he legit got me through uni like mm. he legit he, he's like up to this day like i've got so much love for him and it was just it's just nice to share those different perspectives like yeah. we would always have very very deep conversations around like deep things but from a, like a, a woman's lens from a male lens he was always very honest with me i was always very honest with him yeah. but i saw the real beauty and like having a close like, it was basically like a brother to me man yeah and this is i feel like that foundation of look we just get on very very well is very important because the whole guys and girls can't be friends thing that always leans itself in my head and you have to only be friends with people that you're attracted to then like you have some sort of physical attraction to this person. That's the only reason that you might even be friends or entertain mm. a friendship where, as I said, with us, it was the fact that I saw yeah. creativity first. I didn't even, I wasn't freeing. Like I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the creativity first and that's what it was. And with, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> with pretty much all of my yeah. friends who are females and don't get me wrong, it's not like, bear, 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 mm. but pretty much all of them, there has been this mutual resonance in something. Yeah. Before I've even thought, oh, actually, you're quite good looking. People mm. come up to me and like, oh, yo, Amelia, oh, yo, this person. I'm like, okay, like. Well, what did they say? Yeah, about, about anyway. So yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did they no, say? You, you've got admirers, isn't it? Who? Like, I'm not naming. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can no, you imagine? I, I just started rattling. Oh, no, God. because look, when I've asked you no, this question lie, before, lie, and lie, I, I've actually lie, said lie, to lie, you. Lie, lie. I actually and I've said told to you, you people in the past. No, you've, you've mentioned like, one name. Ooh, I like that or not. That's up to you. And <laughs> no, but you've mentioned one name, innit? Okay. Okay, after this, we're going to have to unpack that, innit? Because I need unpack, to know who. Unpack. Yeah, I need <laughs> unpack, to know who my admirers are on the slide. But no, obviously on my end. Oh, you lengthy. No, 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 no. Because no, we're friends. Oh, you mean me and you? Oh, I thought No. I felt like, oh, there's something going on. And again, I think it's through their eyes. Oh, you are really close, so there must be something going on. No, no. Actually, it's a friendship that has organically come from our love around creativity. But I think also what it was for us is that we wanted a real purpose to what we were doing. Because I think it was when I'd done the event for Shelter. That's when we... One, I saw how much effort you were giving it and how much time. And I really appreciate that because I knew you the least out of everyone on that lineup. And you were really showing up for me. And I was like, I like this. I feel like you genuinely care about the cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there was that synergy between me and you and what we wanted to create, even with that in facts. Yeah. We wanted to create something almost for others. Facts, yeah. That and was that, it. Yeah, and even with this, like we create this, even though sometimes I do feel like it's just, just us wanting to it's talk and project. <laughs> It's just, why don't we just record some of these conversations that we have? That's all it is. Literally. But yeah, man, I think you're definitely cheating yourself out of very, very valuable relationships. Well, when I say that platonic relationships, if you feel like you can't um, just be a friend, like be friends with someone of the opposite sex to you, I think that's absolutely, you're just cheating yourself out of it. And also you need to, you need to look at yourself at some point, like must you jump on every person who's of the opposite sex to you? 
and even like I said to you before, like people who are um, homosexual and they will have friends of the same gender exactly. of their and do are they jumping on everyone? No. What is this? I think no, it's it's ridiculous. That's why the statement in it because I even added the heterosexual thing. Yeah, exactly. That helps the Harvey's <laughs> argument. But <laughs> well, even if we, if we take know, that if word you take out, we just say men and women can't be. That's the most ridiculous act, thing it's ever. It's so ridiculous. All it is is that you're on bagouts. <laughs> that's it. Or the girls on like wants to run. Like cool if that's what you're on. But come on, man, you can't tell me that every single person of the opposite sex you see, you're like, yes, I'm on it. Like, Honestly, that way. but I've oh, I've man. seen men talk with their chest saying, "No, there's no way you could be friends with a woman and you get on with her so well and you like, ain't ever gonna do a thing." Okay, keep that to yourself. <laughs> just keep that to yourself because because also let's just uh, there's a lot of problems in that. There's a lot of problems in that. There's a lot of problems in that. Yeah, but we'll I'll, we'll have a proper yeah. yeah we'll we'll we'll, pa- we'll, we'll, we'll park that to unpack that another time. Sorry, is your phone going off, Rob? Well, you're busy, no, isn't not, it? Not you're bare busy. It. You're bare busy, though. Not, that's just bare family chats. <laughs> <laughs> no one's text me. I've got one message. Oh, is it? Don't ask no questions. Uh, I don't want to tell no lies. Oh, I've got a very, I've got a quick question for you. I'm conscious of the time, but also now I like this yeah, question. Um, what is there? What did you think a common misconception others have of you? Um, I think <laughs> one of the ones is that um, I'm a nice person, but I think people think I'm super like oh right. In, no, but like to the point where I remember people saying to me they were like, oh yeah, I thought you were like a really good Christian, or like <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, you just seem like such a a noble person. Like I see you on a pedestal. Like people put me on a pedestal. Oh and, stuff, right. and I was like, if you knew, like. <laughs> 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 you knew how I true. Oh my oh. gosh! And to be fair, it must be how I'm putting myself across. Like, let's say social media, even as mm. an example, where I don't go on it all the time. But when I do go on it, it is usually me putting stuff I only want you to see. Like, yeah. this is I have a trim for instance. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I want you to see this. I want you to see me doing this in this moment, saying these kind of things because I think this is the best thing to go on this platform, mm. as opposed to. Even right now, I'm just very, very casual. I'll just like right now. Anyway he's wearing say. like a kind yeah. of um, what color is that? Like a, a mo? No, it's definitely men are colorblind, bro. <laughs> That's not coral. I say almost I like a coral, pa- like I just pastel that purple well, yeah. slash pink tracksuit bottoms. He's got on his Adidas trainers. Bro. He's got a the bro. colors are doing nice here. I'm not gonna like very chilled. Very yeah, chill. very you, Sunday, you look yeah, nice. Like. You look very nice. Thank you. There you go. That's a compliment. Hey, finally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go on. What you say? Yeah, but it's that fact. I think that's one misconception about me. Isn't it? Okay, that people think you're just super, super nice on um, a pedestal, yeah, would do no wrong, Jesus Christ himself type of vibe. I won't go that. Okay. <laughs> You said that last one yourself. Like, I never said, whoa. I'm joking. Yeah, whoa. Yeah, yeah. But that is, yeah, that's a misconception. But what about you? I feel like people think I'm confident 100% of the time. Mm. And I've and I've I've this word confident comes up a lot when people like describe me or explain me. My mum thinks I'm super super confident. My brother thinks I'm super super confident. Um my friends would use the words confident a lot with me and I guess it's obviously in the field that I do presenting hosting mm. it is about dominating a space yeah. and dominating or like leading on something. Um even men as well just seem to think because I'm confident in some areas of my life that I'm going to be a domin- dominating in. Oh my- 
Oh, I feel like this is the episode we learned everything about me. <laughs> but they just think, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to have to be a leader in every aspect of my life. But Why do I feel like these are shots to somebody out there? No, 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 no. My guy, no. my guy. No, 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 these are not shots. No, but I'm just saying, like, this word confidence gets <laughs> things around with me so much. And I was thinking about it today, yeah, that, like, and not even today, I've been thinking about it as of recent, that, like, I am not confident in every aspect of my life all the time. Mm. I am also, I think people think I'm an extrovert. I, there's an introvert in me as well. Mm. Like I like, sometimes I'm quite anti mm. and I just want to be alone and people, <laughs> I just want to be away from people. Yeah. Sometimes I am quite reserved. Mm. And actually I learned that my confidence actually came from me faking it a lot of the time before. When I was younger, I used to fake, like when I was younger, I was very much a people pleaser. I just always wanted to like please other people. I wanted to just make people laugh and whatever. And I learned in some environments where you've got like bigger characters, you just get swallowed in those environments. So I had to assert myself in a certain way and almost just pretend to be confident mm. to the point that I've tricked myself that I'm actually, I've got this. <laughs> and now there's still parts of that that play out. Like there's definitely times I actually don't feel confident in an environment, but I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to let everyone oh, yeah. else know, innit? I feel like that, I feel like unless you're a proper extrovert, I feel that's how everyone builds confidence yeah. though. Because I, I was the Just same. Fake it. I was like, yeah, I was quite shy. Yeah. But because I think for me, it was I'm a year older than my sister. Mm. And, you know, when you get introduced to uncles or just adults, one of you has to say something. Yeah, in it, and yeah. I'm the older one. I'm the boy, which for whatever reason meant something. So I'd always have to be the one who's like, hi, I'm Alex or whatever. <laughs> <in it>. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, his, that's his real name, everyone. Yeah, don't lock in my gum. It's fine. This is in fact chats, isn't it? Yeah, so it's fine. But um that's one way that I had to like adopt my confidence for a side. Sis, you can be the shy one in it. We didn't ever talk about that, but she just developed herself as the shy one just because I kinda had to be the one the who more, said something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that played itself out into creativity and then meeting mm. people just in life where it's like, okay, I put a step forward. I might not really want to, but I know mm. that it's the thing to do in it, like just to make sure something goes in it. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm not that confident. Yeah, I see, you, everyone I just, you. and I think obviously in this field, being your creative, you have to be confident. You have to believe in yourself. Mm. You have to assert yourself. You have to go out and get things because it's not just going to come to yeah. you in all aspects. But I think, yeah, definitely last year, I was like, there's shades to me. I've got different sides to me. Like sometimes I am just. And I think, again, it comes down to social media that people build up this idea of you. And I think yeah. I even said it to you not, not not too long ago that that's not my responsibility to live up to your expectations. That's actually, actually not. not. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I do Say feel like, yeah, it is not my responsibility to live up to your expectations of me. It is not. Like, I, what you might believe I'm like or what I am like, that is you. That's, that's on you. Like, this is actually what I'm like. What, whether you choose to take everything on social media as like, this is her... Bless believe I'm in performance mode a lot yeah, of the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I'm because it's you on the radio. Yeah, it's performance mode. I know yeah. I have to deliver something here. But like when I'm just being me, I'm sometimes chill. Don't get me wrong, sometimes I'm on a on a hundred and I'm yeah. turning up <laughs> and me if we're gonna go out on a night out, we'll have the best time ever. Like that's that's the different mode. But am I gonna be on a hundred all the time? Am I gonna be confident all the time? Do you know I wish people could see you right now? Yeah. Look, I just <laughs> <laughs> She's basically laying down on the sofa, her mug in hands, a pillow just behind her. 
<laughs> just bed chill. Like, just, just, just my daily my sermon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? That actually reminds me. Yeah. Because I'm conscious of the time as well. But that reminds but me. But wait, wait. What is the time? Okay, One just is, over yeah, an hour. Yeah. I think we could push it to about an hour ten. Yeah, but we go can do what we're That reminds me of what Paris said as well. Ladies about mm-hmm, these spaces. Oh. These spaces. Yeah. And we're aware of it as because we're just we're just giving you our experience and yeah, what we yeah, think yeah. in it. So please, 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 obviously discern it for yourselves, listen to it. But that word discernment mm. as well that Paris said, it's quite a strong word, sermon, discernment, all of this. Mm. But yeah. That is so, so important when you're listening to anybody. Yeah. And it includes the Steve Harveys of the world and whoever. Just discern that. And does that actually feel accurate for you? Mm. Plus, can you verify what is being said? Just those two things. Yeah. Do that for yourself. But I do think we've fallen into a time now where it's like we kind of, we we are idolizing so many people. We're putting so many people on pedestals. Like, so we have the word influencers. It's actually very <laughs> mad to me. Like you know, you know, a type of person I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And and I was and it's basically my thoughts and feelings towards it is because I don't understand it. Yeah. Is like super fans. I've never understood people that like are obsessed with a celebrity. Like mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Like back in the day, I you know I'd fancy Bowel, Marion, whatever. But like there's literally people that will will want to pay millions of pounds for like a strand of Beyonce's hair or like anything she says. Um, I don't. I, yeah. I genuinely, I don't understand. And I find it quite scary. They're like you could put someone so much on a pedestal, but oh, and that's also plays into like with me and what I want to do because yeah, I want I want to like blow and I want my name to be a household name yeah, and <laughs> but I think also a part of me always wanted to be very transparent is I never I would never want anyone to look at me like that like oh my god Amelia you're a show. like I would not feel comfortable yeah. with that in the slightest and I'd be like yo like you're you might be more lit than me like do you know what I mean like, yeah, like <laughs> honestly please don't put me on a pedestal I think it would be sick if we sat down and spoke to a, a super, super fan. fan yeah of some, I'll be something I'd be scared <laughs> I'd be scared no it blows my mind. Like, you know, people that are just like, oh my God, I'm going to faint. I love you so much. What is happening? Yeah. It's like, where where does that actually come from? Like, it, has <laughs> to come, well, it makes me just think of Stan in um, that Eminem song. Oh, yeah. And the video and everything. Yeah. I'm like, there are literally people like that. That's why I wrote the song, because there's people like that who, uh, it's beyond fandom or being a fanatic. Yeah. It's just an obsession of some kind. And yeah, I want to know, man. I really want to know. If you are a super fan, Please give us some insight as to yeah. why you love whoever you love so much. I mean, okay, if you if, is there anyone that maybe you're not a super fan for? <laughs> okay, not no one that like. Okay, literally, there's no human being where I'm like, oh my, like, okay. So these are some people who I really highly regard and revere. Mm. Most of the people are dead, but Malcolm X. Okay, one. yeah. Uh, Tupac Shakur is another one. Mm. Obviously, my dad's another one. Oh, I love that. Um. Those are like three. They're probably my top three. Oh my gosh. I really rate and respect yeah. what you've gone through in your life and how I can find some sort of either learning or some entertainment or just some value from what mm. you've done in your life. I'm not walking around every day thinking or trying to create fan pages for any yeah, of these people. Yeah. Like, I just wouldn't <laughs> even think. I don't even. If someone even made me a fan page, I'd be like, right. I'm there. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that'd be no, cool no. though. I can't lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've, I've just, I've, yeah, I don't think I've ever been that far past the line. I think the most obsessed I've been with anybody was either 
Eminem when I was young and mm. I would literally I don't know if you saw on my Instagram story oh yeah <laughs> you were drawing his yeah I had his... to draw the artwork because I didn't have the actual legal oh, copy in it so I burned the CD drew the artwork <laughs> and I'd learned all his lyrics and I remember mm. with 50 Cent and G Unit they wow. influenced me to start wearing bandanas and stuff as well. Oh, and wow. <laughs> I wish we could see the pictures of this. <laughs> oh, man. That was like 12-year-old me, oh, man. Wow. I used to wear bandanas and stuff. That was jokes. But yeah, so I think that's the furthest that I've okay, ever gone into yeah. my fandom with anybody. Okay. I think one one time I would say, no, I wasn't really obsessed, but I sent Bow Wow a letter. Is when it? I was younger, yeah, and it didn't ever get to him. <laughs> it came straight back to me. It reached the, the states. Okay, that's it had good. all the stamps, but then it ended up coming back to me. I Where think did I you send what to like the record? I think I, no, I think I found this address somewhere. I I would love to read that letter now, but I think I was like, I love you so much. But I think I think it also the culture of like being a young girl. It was mm. like so acceptable to kind of you kind of like wanted to be obsessed with someone, but I quickly grew out of that shit. Like yeah, 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 there's yeah, there's yeah, honestly yeah. there's honestly no one. I mean, there's definitely people that I would meet and might feel nervous around or like, oh, okay, it's nice. But do you ever think I'll be trying to like capture someone's hair? Or, yeah, no, no, no. Like, no. You pay for it as well. Do, do, all of this, like, just no. Like, even like book signings and that, that's not really, f I'm not going to line up for time in the rain to have someone sign the book that I've bought of theirs. Would you have someone sign like an album? Mm, not really. Yeah. Not really. But not an autograph person, basically. Nah, yeah, I don't. Like, I'm not gonna see someone. But oh, can I have your autograph? Never, never asked that ever. Who would? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Who would? You um. If there's one person where you genuinely feel, oh my gosh, it's that person, or you might be starstruck by seeing them. Who would that be? Do you reckon? Like starstruck. Hmm. Or like just most gassed about seeing. If they walked through this door right now. I don't know why Anthony Joshua is coming to my head. <laughs> I've tried to avoid saying that. And that's just honestly down to the fact that I think he's gorgeous. So I think I'll just be like, oh my God, let me sit up straight. Let me whatever. Yeah, look at you, oh, I can see it right now. She'd be sitting up. The tea will go. She'll start flicking her hair. All of that stuff. No, but, I, I, but again, that comes down to because I find him attractive. Do you know what? Actually, there's a term. Oh, did I take a picture? <laughs> oh no there's a term there's actually a word for when you find someone so physically attractive it pisses you off what have you ever had that <laughs> have you ever had that oh wait 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 wait. I... it pisses me off yeah do you know what i need to i think it's called harper fawn or something oh wait 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 wait, wait. i'm gonna find it i know i know i'm tired of time dictating when we're gonna stop I talking kind of, i kind of get what you mean though now i'm thinking about it, i'm like that person is just where it's almost it's frustrating. Hankersaw. Hankersaw. Fine. It's almost frustrating yeah. how good looking that person yeah. is. Like, Have you ever had that? <laughs> Let's say my explore page is interesting, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like actually pisses you off. Like, like, no, like why are you so good looking? I've actually said not why are you so good looking, but like what the f you look so good. Like I've had oh, I've sweet. outwardly said that before. Only to myself, innit? But when I've seen somebody, I don't know who these people are by the way, so okay. there's no names, but it's literally just like what the f Oh, so swear. So I didn't know that had a word, but that's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I've definitely had that. There was one guy back in the day, oh my God, I used to think, fuck oh. off. <laughs> oh, he's gorgeous. Honestly, oh, wherever he is now, I hope life is treating him well because he's just had such <laughs> well, a pretty Well, he deserves face. it, yeah. <laughs> oh, his face is just so pretty, man. Oh, man. I love a pretty face on a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, 
yeah, okay. Yeah, well, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah. <laughs> we have to do our in facts or your opinions. Yeah. To round it up, because obviously it's called in facts for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, is it called in facts for a reason? <laughs> <laughs> it is, <laughs> no, man. but yeah, we but we like to at least spread some knowledge or like differentiate ourselves from other podcasts where it's just opinions or whatever. Just something a bit different. But oh, yeah, this you one was going to be an opinion. Oh, all right, so. we'll go for it then. We'll just stick there then. <laughs> Miss Dynamite, a little deeper. Everyone who's from the UK, I imagine that's everyone who listens to us, but everyone from yeah. the UK has to go back and listen to that album because that is in my opinion probably one of the top five uk albums to ever exist oh it's as good as if not and this is maybe a slightly controversial opinion better than a miseducation of miss lauren of oh yeah i tried to listen to that album on the way back from leeds the other day and can't lie i was struggling to get through it like lauren's hills yeah like the it's got some of the best songs ever on that album, innit? Yeah. But it feels like it's very front-loaded where within the first six tracks, that is Do-Wop, that is To Zion, that is X-Factor, yeah. that is and Lost Ones. Joy. It's like all the bam, 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 bam. And then after track, whatever it was, maybe six, I was a bit like, okay. But, you know, a bit underwhelmed. Oh. But I know some people get onto me for yeah, getting into that deeply. Yeah, like, can't, can't say too and much not that, that album, one. not yeah, that no, album. no, 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 no. no, no, no. So okay. I won't say too much. So but Miss, yes, Dynamite. Miss Dynamite, a little deeper. All right, okay, I'll need to do that. Please do. Um, I was gonna give you a Would You Rather because I like my Would You Rather. Hit me. I'm ready. Okay, Would You Rather create music for the rest of your life, right? Uh-huh. But everything that you authentically create, you have to sell onto someone else to actually put it out there. So, like, okay. you create the music, but you will never get the credit for it. Okay. Someone else will, or the opposite, where you now. You're putting out music, but it's not your own. Oh, the first one. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one, I sound, it's just being a puppet. Right. Where's the enjoyment? But you're not going to get any money for it. No credit for it at all. Will I be able to work another job to live? Yeah, you do something else. Thing. But like, you're not going to be known as a music. You're almost like the ghost writer, whatever. Like, But you're not going to pay for it. Never going to get any credit for it. I think I prefer that. I swear. Yeah, because oh, I, I would, A, the process of making the stuff, I'll enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. And then number two me knowing that I did it like my wife won't even know it. I can't yeah, say nah. she'll just not believe me yeah fair yeah. enough yeah no I'll stick with that one still oh okay otherwise I am just famous for being famous so so you go to a concert now everyone, mm. everyone's going off of it on a song let's say some other rapper yeah. like Kremzy <laughs> yeah, and like every, like yo this song is dope and you know you've written that song or you can never stay oh, no, and you're watching up. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> when I'm there and everyone's rapping it, yeah, I'll be like, you know that, Um, I think it's that Idris, is it Idris or Denzel? Oh, yeah, the, in the back of the car. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly, like hmm, Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That would be how I'm feeling. But that's temporary and it will go. And then I'll okay. go home and remember and be like, without me, these lot wouldn't even. So so know. you would never want to be cremsy on the stage, having that euphoric feeling of people singing the song along with you. Uh, no i would however if the question is would, would i rather, rather? yeah then yeah. it has to be that one because if i'm just performing shit that everybody else has written for me i'd, I'd get bored okay. i get bored what if i hate the song but it's making you loads and no one actually knows that you're not writing it 
I don't, what if I hate the song? Oh, look at Mr. Integrity here. <laughs> Mr. Integrity himself. Right. Okay, that's good to know. Because what that says about you, what I take from that is, obviously you just create because you actually like creating. Oh yeah, It's not I too much about, about the verification what? of others and the it's gratification. <laughs> I did try and get Insta verified not too long ago. Oh, let's not on that. <laughs> Instagram, so your shit out, man. There's bad people out here getting Aye. verified. They ain't doing a, shit. Nah, man, you're not cool. That's <laughs> it actually it humbles you, innit? Like, no, I'm fact, not there like, yet. Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I thought me, you know, like, presented so on the BBC was enough. It's still so ain't enough. I don't know what they need, really, but not there yet. Innit? Yeah, no, not there <laughs> yet. Don't worry. Is. This year, right, one comes, of us will get verified. One of us. But do we need it, though? No, it would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that was my would you rather. Okay, I think we'll round it up, innit? Yeah, let's round it up, man. Yeah, anyway, we got, we got a shout out to the Cube as shout always. Shout out to the Cube. Thank you so much for having us again. Yeah, again. This again. is like our second home. We're here Literally, all the time. That's why now. you're so comfortable here. I'm now, so isn't it? comfy, mate. I'm so comfy. But anyway, yeah, old time, everyone that's listening, <laughs> make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Remember, this is just the audios, and we bring you the visuals as well with our, in fact, bring backs when we have oh, guests. Yes. And hold tight, our next guest that we're going to have on, but you're going to have to see for that one. Yeah. All right, she's, Jeez. and we're All done. Right, and we're out. Over and out. <laughs> out, 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 out. There's no reason. Sweet. Enjoy that. Bon appetit. <laughs>